Well, hey there, strangers. If you like this show as much as we like making it, consider writing us a review, maybe following us on Twitter, at Audio Studios, that's at O-D-D-I-O underscore studios, and if you follow and tweet with a screenshot of your kindly review wherever you get your podcasts, then you can enter to win a chance to get out of town with your friends at an Airbnb. Greetings and salutations, my friend. This is your friendly neighborhood lone stranger here. Uh, no, wait. Uh, what if they're from out of town? Glad tidings and well wishes, my friend. Hold on to your shirt because we're about to... No, I can't make assumptions about how they dress. Hi! Ah, okay, dadgummit, that's a cut. Alright, I'm just gonna launch into it. I was doing my usual desert wanderings when I came across a clawed footprint in the sand. Three toes, heavy indent, quadrupedal, reptilian. At the time, I thought nothing of it. Lizards are not uncommon in the desert. But then... I came across a hoof print pointing in the same direction as the last print. Again, horse tracks are easily dismissible to the common eye. But now, pointing in the same direction as the previous two, I stand before a heavy paw print equivocal to that of a large dog. Now you may ask, what does all this mean? What cavalcade of creatures have careened through this arid plain? A lizard, a horse, a dog? No. I dare to believe these tracks were not made by several beasts, but one. My dear friend, we have found the hunting grounds of a rare and elusive Snallygaster. What fun! The time approaches midday, my friend. And I am currently drawing up a map of the general area to better determine the creature's movement habits. Now I know what you're thinking. Don't waste your time, stranger. The Snallygaster is a myth. A story made up by travelers and traders to explain why different animal tracks are in the same area. I've heard it all before, and I won't be fooled so easily. Granted, it was in my dreams while hallucinating under the effects of Marissa's cactus juice cocktails, but I saw it nonetheless. And what a majestic mess it was. A massive mass of flesh, fur, and feather, and its exquisite wings. Oh, the joy it would be to see it fly. And now I will. My friend, you and I will find and record evidence of this magnificent beast to prove once and for all that Snallygasters are real, no matter what anyone says. Splendid. I have found an uninhabited gestation in the middle of the creature's hunting grounds. For those of you who are unfamiliar, a gestation is an ancient place where pre-desert humans would go to do something. I am not entirely sure what or how a gestation was distinct from a regular station. Maybe it was a station where you got gaw from. Whatever that is. Anyway, no one's using it. So I will pitch camp inside here and set up the area for our Snally Watch. It approaches late afternoon, my friend, and sweat has begun to accumulate betwixt my butt cheeks. I say this not because it is remarkable information, but because compared to everything else that has happened, it is in fact the most remarkable thing that has happened since we last checked in, which is to say, Jack Squat has happened. 
One million cans of beans on the wall. One million cans of beans. Take one down, pass it around. 999,999 cans of beans on the wall. 900- In an effort to speed the process along, I have set out bait several yards from the gestation. Now this bait is no common lure. It's my specialty catch-all bait from a recipe of my own design. For those of you wishing to reproduce this experiment at home, the ingredients are as follows. Beef jerky, molasses, multigrain crackers, romaine lettuce if you have it, salted tree bark if you don't, and sprinkles. Because no one can resist sprinkles. No one. It has been a few hours and I am beginning to suspect Snallygasters can resist sprinkles. This offends me. Wait, something approaches the bait. Let's see here. Nope. <laughs> Nothing to worry about, my friend. It is only a cactus. A cactus is approaching the bait. We're lucky it's a well-known fact that cactuses are allergic to romaine lettuce, so we should be fine. Wait, what's it doing now? Ah, it's practicing its mating call. Which is, of course, mariachi music. It might be cultural appropriation, but I am unsure of the cactus background, so I will refrain from calling them out on it. 342,819 cans of beans on the wall. 342,819 cans of beans. Take one down. More movement, friend. Something in the sky. Maybe. Nope, false alarm again. It's just a plastic bag. Drifting through the wind. Oh, that's odd. I may be wrong, but it looks like this plastic bag, drifting through the wind, wants to start again. Can plastic bags do that? Upon further consideration, I have determined that no, plastic bags cannot, in fact, start again. There's an hour of my life I'm not getting back. Back to Snally watching! it around five thousand and twenty acres on the wall the sun is long set and gone now friend still nothing where are you, Stallygaster? From whom do you hide? It's them, isn't it? They who do not care to see you? Did they convince you you weren't real? Do you hate them for it? I am here, Stallygaster. I know you. Or rather, I want to. If you'll let me. Help me know you, Stallygaster. They... don't hate them. They are only afraid. If you are real, then all they know is wrong. And in the sun-scorched world of unknowing depth, that is the greatest danger. And the greatest beauty, if only one is brave enough to see it. I see you, Snallygaster. In my heart. And I think you're beautiful. One can of beans on the wall.
One can of beans. Take one down, pass it around. No cans of beans on the wall. How's the rest of it go? Oh yeah. Negative one cans of beans on the wall. Negative one cans of beans. Um, <sighs> uh, my friend. I don't quite know how to say this, so I'll just jump right into it. <sighs> I am right now looking at a large dog eating my bait, a large horse grazing on some nearby desert flowers, and a large lizard sleeping on a nearby rock. Um, I apologize for wasting your time, my friend. Frankly, I am a little embarrassed. More disappointed than anything, though. The time is midnight, approximately. That's a day of travel gone. Dad, comet! <sighs> I'm sorry, I, I didn't mean to swear. I just really wanted to show you something special. I don't know, maybe there is a lesson to be learned about all this. Maybe. No, there is a lesson, and it is this. We exist. In spite of so much, in spite of what you say, and especially what you believe. We exist. We are real and we are beautiful. And if you are listening, my beautiful Snallygaster, I swear to you, I will take this land and I will keep it strange. I will make a world that is ready to see you. And when you are ready, when you are ready, I... I will nap. This episode of Lone Stranger was written by Matt Curtin, directed by Amber Lee, and produced by Molly Livingston. The voice of the stranger was Zoe Yale. 
Sound design by Jacob Menke. For more on this show and others like it, please visit us at audiostudios.com. That's O-D-D-I-O studios.com. See you around, stranger.